0: This podcast is created in partnership with Film Studies and the Faculty of Arts and Social Sciences at the University of Sydney.
1: We acknowledge the tradition of custodianship and law of the country on which the University of Sydney campuses stand, as well as the Darug people, where we all grew up. We pay our respects to those who have cared for and continue to care for country.
0: All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Away from her, you bitch. Take two. Verse. All right, listeners. No love was lost last week as we decided the ten worst films that we've covered on our show. So today, brace yourself as the three of us rip each other apart as we lock in the official ten best films that we've covered on on film versus film yes this all came about because I was tired of hearing Bruce and Herschel constantly announcing that some random film that we were covering just happened to be their favourite movie of all time so I decided to take my revenge and force them to rank the 54 films that we've covered so far into the 10 best and 10 worst now last week was the worst so if you haven't listened to that you should probably listen to that one before you listen to this one but I guess it doesn't matter does it although you'll get a lot of spoilers yeah I don't think it matters but the worst sets up some Rules. Yes, for it's the it's game, and that's up a useful. Lot of rules. And I also- think it does matter. I, I think, think it matters. Well, I've just realised we're going to be discussing the worst-off <laughs> list throughout this, so yeah. you'll have it ruined if oh, you go Oh, there'll be spoilers. Yes, so spoilers, go and have yeah. a listen to that Yeah, but now. the other thing is, yeah.
1: like, I care a hell of a lot more about the best than I do about the
0: worst. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think this is going to be an explosive <laughs> episode. A lot of fighting. You're listening to Film Versus Film, the podcast where every episode we throw two different films into the ring, discuss their place in history and their modern virtues and how they stack up against each other. But today we're doing things a little bit differently. As we've come to the end of our second season and our first year of podcasting, we're going to rank the films that we've covered so far in this very exciting best-of draft. I'm comedian and filmmaker Craig Anderson, and my favourite film didn't make it onto the worst off list uh, last week like I thought it might so might make an appearance today. Um, As always (laughs) that's a threat. As always I'm joined by my two best friends from high school resident cinephile and Marty McFly aficionado Social Isaacs. Yeah look I said last week that I was nervous Mm. about
1: the the worst list. I'm doubly nervous today because (laughs) like these movies I don't Like, at least half the movies on my list, I don't like these movies, right? I love these movies. Like, I, I, they're, they're a part of my life. So you two better get on board.
0: (laughs) Okay. We're also joined by Herschel's twin brother, a man who did a PhD on The Matrix and has written a book about Hitchcock. So a little bit of clues as to what he might be voting today. It's Associate (laughs) Professor of Film at the University of Sydney, Bruce Isaacs. Yeah, thanks, Craig. I'm still
1: trying to get over the fact that the toy is not in our worst of list. (laughs) (laughs) That that has
0: so deeply scarred me. I love that you vetoed it out. So that's doubly on you, man. I know, yeah. Okay. Today, we're also joined by a very special guest, a year 10 student who's following me for the week for work experience. She's a bass player, dancer, and someone I've known since she was born. It's Poppy McKinnon.
2: I'm very excited to be here to <laughs> mediate this top ten best movies.
0: Poppy's going to be keeping score and mm-hmm. keeping us in, in line and yep. reminding us not to talk over each other. <laughs> Thanks, Poppy. I also want to tell the audience that Poppy's got a highlighter. So you're taking it I seriously. I do have That's a highlighter. Good. I'm yeah. here. Let's get I'm ready. Pen. This is so yep. exciting. Poppy, I know that a film that you absolutely uh, mm-hmm. worship is amongst I the heard, 44 that we haven't picked yet.
2: I heard you were going to put it on the worst list last week.
1: <laughs> hey, hadn't. what? What
0: can, can Poppy say what movie that is? Well, well, I want to see if they can guess what okay. movie it is. Okay. What do okay. you think Poppy McKinnon's favourite film is? I think, okay, I mm. think you mentioned this. I have mentioned mm-hmm. it. Because we were recording, and I love
1: this movie, and you said, I live with the, per- uh, there's, a, there's a kid in the house, yes. and it's a, Suspiria, a right? Yep, that's oh, it. yeah, <laughs> face. <laughs> No that's a good choice because
2: I think
0: maybe. I think that's is one wonderful. of my that's one of the great reasons You seen the original
1: Suspiria? Possibly?
2: I haven't. Yeah. Are you got to see them? the original as well?
0: Mm-hmm. Poppy, what do you like about Suspiria?
2: Just how whack it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: how crazy. All
0: right, well Poppy, Suspiria is currently up amongst the 44 films we have left that could make it onto the top 10. So Maybe there's a way you can influence one of these guys awesome. to put it in. Maybe you can uh, do some cheating in the scores or something <laughs> to try and stick it in there. We'd also like to remind everyone that we're borrowing today's game format from the excellent American film podcast Screen Drafts, where regular roster of drafters pick from a slew of exciting categories like the best John Carpenter film, best Marvel film, best '80s film. You listen to best '824, which was great. I'm the best, to the best uh, Disney cartoons from a certain period. It's it's a lot of fun, and they've done hundreds of episodes on in this style. They do go for a Lot longer yeah. though and that's um, the
1: thing—you've got to be in it for the long haul because they go through the rules and stuff. Yeah, and, and, and it's quite complicated.
0: I listen on uh, one, oh, and, a half one speed and a half speed. Yeah. yeah, it just goes. Some of them go for four hours. Yeah, yeah it's, it's nuts. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder, Poppy, could you read the ten films that made it onto the worst off list from tenth? To worst. I'm going to pass you over that.
2: Coming in at number 10 was No Time to Die. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, Oppenheimer. Eight, Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny. Mm -hmm. Seven, Wall Street. Six, Booksmart. Five, Revenge of the Nerds. Four is It Chapter One. Coming in at three was Blue Steel. Two, Everything Everywhere All At Once. That's
0: unbelievable.
2: <laughs> you a fan of that one, Poppy? I haven't seen it yet, but I heard yeah. all of the Oscar. No, don't bother. Up. So
1: I was saying to my Wait, wife, what, for, number and one, And
2: coming in at the worst movie is Green Book. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I am thrilled with Green Book, but one of the things mm-hmm. I'm proud of us for in the podcast is that our two worst, we're both Best Picture winners. That's, I think yeah. we look and like maniacs. No, no, no. I think what it says is we are incredibly independent thinkers. <laughs> we don't need the Academy to authorize our taste. Yeah, there's also, I think it also says there's a degree of defiance about us. Because, okay, so Green Book winning Best Picture, that's, that was a game changer. Because at the time, mm. it was a very popular, aside from Spike Lee, mm.
0: but the, you know the powers that be loved Green Book winning Best Picture. We hated Green Book. I, I, I tell you what, I'm excited about that the toy isn't on that list. Yeah. I also think that means we're independent thinkers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the fears that the toy will show
1: up on today's list, which terrifies well, me.
0: Well, I mean, I do have a wild card pick. <laughs> what did you learn, you two, last week, strategy wise, about the draft? Like, will you play your game differently today?
1: Yeah, so what I think I played the veto too early because the problem for me then became I had Toy Green Book in the one and two slots. Mm-hmm kept Green Book Book in, which made it to one. I believe... But Toy got thrown out entirely. Herschel was trying to put it
0: into eight or seven, position seven. Which one? Yeah. Uh, The Toy. Toy, but then other things took over. Yes, and you vetoed it out, and that's how this game works. Yeah. You might forget, and that could happen in the top ten. No, I
1: originally had the Toy at five. Oh, right. At five. So not so... Look, it's bad, but not atrocious.
0: Well, whatever it was, you vetoed it, and I think that's something you're going to remember today. If this film isn't the most important thing ever, if you veto it out, yeah. you might hit a situation in the future where other people are playing with the wildest things, and we all need to make sure one, you know, a certain film yeah, gets yeah, to yeah. number one or two. You might not have that opportunity. I mean, one thing I'll say that's really exciting to me is I can't. Predict what I think
1: one will be. Yeah. Or even the top three, to be honest. Yeah. I think that's what makes the best of a bit different. We all knew that, you know, Blue Steel's a turkey, right? The toy's <laughs> a turkey. We, we know these, we kind of had a sense. Yeah. I gotta say, with this top I knew, one, I, knew, I don't really have that. I thought Blue Steel was a turkey. When you guys first pitched it on WhatsApp,
0: <laughs> and I hadn't seen it okay. since I was about thirteen years old, oh, and I was going, "There's a turkey." Well, that's behind-the-scenes stuff. <laughs> we don't talk about that on the show. I just want to remind you, I do have my envelope here. Poppy's. Got yes, it here. I've got it
2: right here. Looking.
0: It here. is. Um. Is it sealed? It's folded over. At I least. I believe so. Yeah. Yes. Um. And that has my predictions I made about a week and a half ago of what the wow. top ten is going to be. So we'll find out how close yeah, I get great. with that as well it's time for round one well i'm hoping that you listened last week as it will really help you understand the importance of the trivia that we're about to play but to refresh your memory i've produced the list of 54 films that we've covered handed it over to the boys and told them to rank the films boys you've obviously got your top 10 lists ready to go we do yes did you adjust them after last week yes whoa slightly (coughs) <coughs> no, my slightly. Because one of your faves got into the 10, the bottom 10? <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no, just sort of thinking about... I also want the list to be representative of the scope of what we've done as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't want like four movies to be in the top 10 and they're all very similar movies. You know, that yeah, kind of yeah. thing. So I thought yeah. a bit more about what would be a representative top 10 for me. So if I didn't go along that line. That's mine, interesting
0: because that's saying, you know, we're putting our names on this podcast. Yeah. This is what we... So that's why I had to give myself two wildcards. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want you guys to pick all the ones. My I don't my, want. my
1: list, and I, I've only just realized I've got a list of fifteen, right? Because that's what we Same started way. with. That's what we started. And start I'm, with. I'm really disappointed that we're not gonna, or we're probably not gonna talk much well, about I'll tell you the what, 11 to 15.
0: At the end, throw out your honorable yeah, mentions. I think that's a good one. Right. Yeah, Maybe yeah. for for worst and for best, yes. like just as a fun thing at the end. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. yeah, that's interesting. Now, as a part of the gameplay, I'm also going to allow the drafters to veto, and as we saw last week, these vetoes are very important. Bruce used both his vetoes last week once to to keep the toy out of position number six, I think. And the second veto was to knock out my wildcard drafting (laughs) (laughs) of Hearts of Darkness documentary out of third place. Yeah. No, I, I was happy to put that there. I should have put it in earlier, I believe. Uh, maybe that was a bit rude of me to stick it there. <laughs> but it, yeah, anyway, Herschel used one veto last week, but it now leaves Bruce with zero vetoes and Herschel with two vetoes. So I am offering up as an, uh, an award for trivia, not just the positions, but one of the things will also come with a veto package. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) For now, I want to remind the listeners of some of the films we've covered on our show. We've covered six horror films before nineteen eighty-seven, films like Psycho, Peeping Tom, Opera, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and The Wicker Man. But we've only covered three horror movies after nineteen eighty-seven: Midsummer, Suspiria, and. It Chapter One, which is no longer in contention. So that's another rule. If it's made into the bottom 10, yep. it's not in contention this week. We've done sci-fi films like Arrival, Robocop, The Fly, The Matrix, They Live, and you could probably put in They Clone Tyrone. We covered some fantasy genre films, and within that genre, we covered an 86 year uh, duration, from 1939's The Wizard of Oz, all the way up to this year's Indiana Jones and The Dial of Destiny. The next biggest duration inside a genre goes to the horror genre, with 59 years between Peeping Tom and *Midsummer*. Action also has a gap of 55 years between it, with Where Eagles Dare from 1968 and the Mission Impossible film from this year. Documentary represented the genre with the least passage of time amongst it, uh, with The Thin Blue Line from 1988, Hearts of Darkness, an American movie all occurring within 11 years of each other. (laughs) <laughs> that's it's interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's interesting. It's like we have massive wide y- durations between some genres, and then doco all sits eighties, nineties, yeah. late eighties. Yeah, I
1: think that's a classic moment of the genre of documentary when mm. it's really exploding. It's <laughs> also interesting because I just watched Errol Morris's latest, the one on John McCarrey's life, mm. and um, yeah, I don't think it's anywhere near what. Needs best
0: Okay So that's interesting Interesting Other great films That we are still in contention today Include The Power of the Dog Portrait of a Lady on Fire The Wolf of Wall Street The Lies of Others Barbie And Inglorious Bastards They all sound like The kind of films You'd expect in a top ten list Alright I'll chuck in some reminders As we play But if you want to see The full list Simply use the app That you're listening to Right now And scroll through Our previous episodes Let's get into the trivia. With the rules of the trivia, you can jump in at any time, but once you've guessed, you must now wait for the other person to have their guess. So you might not want to jump in if you don't know what's going on. And a point of contention from last week, Bruce, you kept trying to tell me that Batman was the number one film for 1989, from 1989 which is true in some countries, I believe, <laughs> domestic, American and Australian, but internationally, it was beaten by Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Wow. Yeah. I've got eight questions today with a multiple answers that tally 18 points. (laughs) Okay. Poppy's going to be keeping score of the points and she might even ask some of the questions, but it's going to be whoever's got the most points at the end of these eight questions. Okay. Here we go. This it's very important. It's for the it's for the draft order and for some vetoes. And how many vetoes? It's one veto on, on I might line. even I might make it two vetoes, depending yeah. on you. <laughs> 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 do you who up gets it. And, uh, okay, let me do you want to know what uh, how I've split it up? Drafter A will be picking positions one, three, six, eight, and nine. Okay. Drafter B gets to pick positions two, four, seven, and ten, but only one veto. They get one veto with that. So, drafter A gets to pick five one, three, six, eight, and nine. Drafter B gets to pick four positions two, four, seven, ten, and they get a veto, and I get one wild card and number five. Okay. So, the person who wins this can either pick between having five choices in the top ten or four choices plus a veto. Plus a veto, basically. Yep. And my wild card will be at position number five. (laughs) I'm laughing already at it. (laughs) All right. Here we go with our first question. 54 films Two of them Have won this award Which films Have won The Palme d'Or Uh Portrait of a Lady on Fire Wrong Damn The Conversation we, The Conversation Yes First correct answer Goes to Bruce One point Now Portrait of a Lady on Fire Is what this film Beat over And oh, we mentioned okay, it On the okay. podcast so And f- Parasite Boom. Oh. Strong start, boy. Bruce, how many? Two. Two points there for Bruce. I need a good start. That's really good. Bruce I started is... so poorly last week. As soon as you said yet. that, I thought I've got no chance on this one. Now I remember last week, Herschel said, I'm going to look at the list and you lost your mind. I just saw you then <laughs> no, throwing no, no, no. your eyes straight down at yeah, the list. The problem is that it's not the full list. I've only got my
1: list here. Oh, but no. The full list is in my email. Oh, my God.
2: I love Parasite and yes. be in my top 10 for sure. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. yep. Really? No. My English... My last English assessment was a comparison of Parasite and To Kill a Mockingbird. Whoa! I loved it. it was awesome. That's a fantastic film. The, film.
1: the movie of To Kill a Mockingbird? No, or the, the book. The okay, okay.
2: wow. Yes, it was
0: awesome. We should have you on the podcast too, <laughs> Yeah. that one. We should. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's excellent. I mean, we went with Texas Chainsaw Massacre but <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think To Kill a Mockingbird is also awesome.
2: By Craig's Count, yeah. there are five crime films that you guys have covered. What are they? The
0: Departed, yeah,
2: that's, that's one. One.
0: Can I? Mm-hmm. Jump? Okay. Yes. Yeah, so in this case, Blue steel? Yes, yep. that's two. Robocop. No, I didn't count that as not crime. On here. Okay.
1: Memories of Murder.
0: Yep. Yep. Three.
2: You've got two more.
0: So it's got to be. It's. It's something I would put in. The, I would expect in crime or mystery. Series. Taking of Pelham. No,
2: not on there.
0: Murder on the Orient Express. Yep, that's on there. Mm-hmm. One more. Opera?
2: Mm-mm.
0: I'd expect to see that in the horror section. <laughs> to be
2: so is this Bruce's four? Got all four of them? Uh,
0: I think no, Hershel's got one, I got oh, okay. three. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I made, uh, I've given Poppy both the note, the, the awesome. keeping and holding a computer. Knives, the knives <laughs> out? Yes. Uh, cool. There it is. Yes.
1: Three to two. 3 to 2 is the score so, there. So I'm on a 5 to Final 2 Final score, lead. yeah.
2: Bruce is on 5, Herschel's got 2. Oh,
0: wow. Struggling. Struggling. Herschel, you're in trouble. Okay, ready for our next question? Only one of our films has won an award at Sundance. Which film? American Me- Movie. There it is, oh, Herschel. Straight so off the bat won Best Documentary. I remember reading that. Yeah. All right, two films tie for the longest running that we have covered with a running time of hundred and eighty minutes. What? Oppenheimer. A- Oppenheimer is one. That was Bruce. Hundred eighty? Did you say? One eight zero. Three hours. <laughs> a full VHS tape. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Oh, Bruce is on fire. What? <laughs> nice. Well, how many
2: points is he on? Seven.
1: Yes. How many points you got to get to?
0: Well, I guess there's 18 up for grabs. So once it goes past <laughs> nine, you're well, in This trouble. is nine. So I've got this two. Is so you got to hit it. This now. is it. I've got to get every single. Que- i got to get every single question. You're dead. I'm refiring. All right, let me see. Okay, this is going to be hard. What are the three shortest films we've covered? The Toy. Wrong.
1: <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
0: Correct. Yeah. Wicker Man. Wrong. Oh no! Correct. <laughs> That is the third uh, okay. with 88. So Texas Chainsaw is <laughs> <Yes>. 83 minutes. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so used to saying um,
1: that. in the mood for
0: love. Wrong. Oh, come on. Revenge of the Nerds. Wrong. But it is a comedy. It <laughs> is a comedy. And it's just 83 minutes, the same as Crocodile Texas.
1: Dundee. Wrong. Psycho. Wrong.
3: <laughs>
0: that that <laughs> hilarious comedy. Oh, it's, it's, oh, did you guys say, did you say yeah, comedy? Yeah, it is a comedy. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, uh, Booksmart. Wrong. Herschel, come on, man. Borat. Yeah! Oh, man. Very nice. Well, he's back. <laughs> Wait, so what am I on now? You're I, on
2: nine. I'm Bruce. on nine, so I need,
1: well, let's I need, need one more. One.
0: Okay, one. what am I on?
2: One. Uh, you're on five. So you okay.
0: need... Okay. Uh, I mean, the final question has multiple... I could throw out some more questions for the final one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we, we, we can tie it up once we get through the list. We'll see where we're at. What actor appears in three films? It's Leo DiCaprio. Wrong. Come on. I believe he's in... No, he's not even in two. I think he's only in one. Clint East- No, I can't go, can I? No, it's Hush- uh Bruce, Bruce should go now. I've got three actors appearing in two of our films and one actor appearing in three. Oh, <laughs> Tom Cruise. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Clint Eastwood. Yes. Oh. I mean, he's in... T- mm-hmm. So that's that's another point. That's a Harrison good. Ford. Wrong. I was gonna say that Bruce. I was I thought maybe something there, but um it's an actor who's been in three of our movies. I would say he was uh, billed I actually know, at the top in all. I know all who
1: it is, but it's Herschel's turn. Yeah. I could
0: actually close our <laughs> trivia right now. But... Herschel, I'll give you a little clue. No, don't okay. give, me yeah, a clue. give me a clue. I know who it is. The three films I would say the genres are crime, mm. comic book. Sure. And... Actually, okay, is it Jack Nicholson? Th- yeah, yes. I, I
1: was thinking of Gene Hackman. Yeah. Jack yeah. Nicholson departed, Batman, what's the third one?
0: The, the Shining. Shining Shining. Right. So we did right. three... So, yes, and then I was also thinking Gene Hackman, but yeah. we only have him in the conversation as far. Oh, and, no, no, and Unforgiven. Unforgiven. So we, yeah. the actors who are in two films, we've got Clint Eastwood, Gene Hackman, Daniel Craig in No Times A- and Knives Out, Martin oh, Sheen yeah. in Wall Street and Hearts of Darkness. Yeah. So there's our list. So, what were the points there that we just gave? I, I'm not so, right.
2: we've got Bruce on eight points still. Well, wasn't
1: I nine
3: people?
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's ob- like subtracting <laughs> points then. Am I my losing points? <laughs> 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 I must
2: have made a mistake. Okay.
0: Good.
2: Hang on. Bruce on. Eight? Herschel, no. you're on six. Wait, I'm on
0: no, nine. No. I, this is the scorekeeper, dude. <laughs> Wait, I can't go backwards right. in scoring. Maybe the nine was a mistake. Oh, okay. I, I think really it know. was. Okay. I think it was. Yeah, I so don't, don't think eight. it was correct okay. before. So it's eight and six right now. Herschel, oh, oh, you coming no. back. Sorry. Is that the end of your questions? I've got one big question left, right? But I can give three results for it. So thre- there can be three answers for okay. this. Okay. And then I'll go. So that means you need to get... All three of these, Herschel. Okay. And if not, Bruce gets one of them, he wins the thing. Yes. All right, so, but I'm going to start with, this is about our podcast now, a little trivia on us. Um, By the end of the year, this podcast will have crossed over 10,000 downloads. Quite good. Which was our most downloaded episode? Batman, Dark Knight. I give it to Herschel there, he got in first. Okay, so now, let's say there's two more points up, can you tell me the next two down?
1: Knives Um, Out Knives Out Yes um, Yes Okay yeah. And the
0: Orient Express Is number two Yeah Well no no That's number three three. But I'll give it to you Because I'm only after that Yeah yeah Now there's one other Go for it Oppenheimer Barbie Wrong I'll give you a clue It's from season one Because it's been out longest That's how it works It It versus Wrong That's fifth Wall Street Wolf of Wall Street That's fourth No
1: Oh that was close I almost got in Herschel. Memories of Murder, uh, wrong. Oh. Parasite, Texas yes, Chainsaw. Yes, it yes. goes to yes. Bruce. I, I meant to say, I meant to say <laughs> Parasite, and then I
0: went with Memories of Murder. I don't know. It was a brain freeze. There it is. Bruce has won the trivia. Yes. <laughs> all right, so Bruce, you now get to choose what you want here. This is what you can pick between. You can be drafter A and choose positions one, which would be the best film of all time yeah. on our podcast. One, three six, eight, and nine, so you get to pick five in total, or you can be drafter B, and you can have positions two, four, seven, and 10, Plus one plus a veto. I'll give you two vetoes. How about that? Two vetoes, oh, yeah, wow. excellent. So I'll
1: take the second option.
0: So you don't want to pick the first film? No, I'll
1: take the second yes, and I want the first veto. <laughs> and
0: you don't want to pick five out of the ten? No, no I'll take four. it with Okay.
1: Because otherwise I've got no vetoes. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> no, but still, you can pick the first film. So now Bruce has decided to go with two... Take the two vetoes and pick positions two, four, seven, and ten. Herschel, that means you are now picking positions one, three... Six, eight, and nine. <laughs> and I've got two vetoes. And you've still got your two vetoes carried over from last week. And I've got the wild card position at number five. Okay. You might want to use all four vetoes up on that, guys. <laughs> 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 can you veto a veto? Uh, that's, that's a good a, question. Like a, on on good screen tool. drafts, it's called a veto override, and it's another award I can give you in, like in this trivia oh, so thing. so it's separate. No, no, it's separate. It is. Let's I, say think, I, I think we should make it you can't veto you, a veto. You... you, you If the veto is against you, you can't veto back. You must choose another one. Okay. But if I pick a stupid one, you guys can veto four times amongst yourselves. Okay. Let's do the 10 best films of our podcast so far list. Here we go. Okay, Bruce is writing out now what his position number 10 is. All right. It's one of our three documentaries, and it's not the one that got vetoed out of the worst of list. Yes, Bruce has chosen... The crime documentary by Errol Morris, The Thin Blue Line. Bruce, what are, you, what are your uh, thoughts? It, to,
1: talk about a game-changing movie. We wouldn't even have the true crime genre as it exists now without Errol Morris in 1988. I've taught it a lot. I think it's the most cerebral,
0: sophisticated, philosophical crime, uh, true crime doco. Excellent. Herschel, how do you feel about this at number 10?
1: I feel pretty good about it. Um, I, did you uh, have it in yours? I won't say where I've got it in mind because it's, a, it's slightly closer to number one, so I'm not going to say where it is. Um, the other thing I want to say about The Thin Blue Line <laughs> is it happened kind of accidentally because Errol Morris was actually doing an investigation into the Doctor Death character who had mm-hmm. put more people on death row through psychological examinations than anyone, and then it opened up onto the case. Yeah. And so it was. It was sort oh, and of the one other, the last thing I want to add about Thimble Line is it actually led to the overturning of the conviction. Yeah. Which like is it's literally f- a film
0: on yeah. our list that saved a
1: human yes. life. Yes. Like, and it's w- one of the only examples I know of that was actually able to affect that level of change. It's you know?
0: a very good film. I had it in my top 10 list. I had yeah, it great. a little bit further, closer to one, but I'm excited to see it be here at number 10. Yeah. And it survives. There's no vetoes on that, right? Yep. No so we've locked in 10, I'm very We've excited. locked in our first film, it is Errol Morris's The Thin Blue Line, a very exciting list this is going to be, I'll tell you what. So next, it's position number 9, and it is Herschel, who is drafter A, you're picking, now just so you know, you're also picking position 8, mm. so you get two in a row here.
1: Now this is interesting, because,
0: well and I can say this, right. my
1: position 8 is The Thin Blue Line, so I'm going to have to rethink this.
0: All right. All right. Okay. Take a moment. This is my so you've written down now on my a nine. piece All of right. paper so and passed it is to, my to me. <laughs> okay, this is interesting. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow! I
1: don't know why everything I say is so surprising. <laughs> well,
0: I tell you what, it wasn't in my fifteen, but I don't mind. That was it. not in your I fifteen. That is not in my fifteen. I mean, it's a very ah, good film. I don't well, know, about your, I, it's don't a know about your from, list. Craig. It's a film from the last decade. It's a, it has also recently inspired a multi-picture deal with Netflix. And I'm talking about the other Daniel Craig film. He's got one in the bottom, and now he's got *Knives Out* at position nine. Oh, whoa, Bruce! Bruce is gritting his teeth.
1: It's just I've got so many. I just want to make. Can I make
0: a quick argument for it? Uh, Well, okay, now Bruce, I just want to find out if you're thinking of vetoing it to move it up the list. Then you can veto. No, it's now. not in my okay. So my Herschel, 15. let's hear. Let's Isn't it in your fifty. No. Okay, let's no. hear Herschel's justification, and then Bruce, you can veto yeah. afterwards. Okay, the right? reason I picked this was because I was thinking murder
1: in the Orient Express, and I was thinking how much I love Who Done It. I just watched um, the Mur- murder at the end of the world um, that came out on Disney the other day, and I think what Rian Johnson achieved here was a a modernization of the Who Done It, which goes back to the beginning of movies. But most of the time, people do this; it goes away. But this thing has set a new benchmark for the next, however time you're going to do I mean, that's lights. a that's it's a very brand good point. new. He's
0: mm. brought it back. But I wonder if it's a fad that's not so. This is no fad. That's my point. Though, well, it's he's going to need a better follow-up than glass onion. Uh, the, for the third one Otherwise, I mean the I audiences Did respond to Glass It was a big hit Over Christmas last year I tell yeah, you Yeah I mean That's On the the one of the Great mysteries right I But that's the thing did. also We don't know if it's a big hit We're told it's a big hit Social media made it Look like it was a hit yeah. But we don't have The box office numbers yeah. Because Netflix hides All that stuff So I maybe? don't think it's had The cultural clout Of Knives Out mm. Knives
1: Out cha- I mean I agree with you Urshel. It was like a reconstruction Of the murder mystery genre like, We I haven't mean, seen I really, anything like I loved it, it. And yeah, it, I thought it was, It's great But I mean look We're dealing with <laughs> a history of cinema masterpieces. I, no, and I, I'm not saying I, I don't I like take that it. into account. Herschel, you're on the chopping block right I, now. I That's what that, I'm saying. When you say the history, I, I take that into account. But this is the only movie where I'd say I kind of was thinking about what does this movie mean to the history of movies, and I think this movie going to, long term, mm. is going to be a big. Cha- it's a game changer for me. I'm not going to veto. Whoa! I just need to save my vetoes. Okay. Bruce is holding on to his. I tell you why he's not vetoing. I mean, it's not offensive. I tell why. you why
0: Bruce is not vetoing. It's because I've changed his mind, <laughs> haven't I? That's why he's not vetoing. Well, that's the whole thing. You good yeah. work, Herschel. on making your argument there. I didn't buy it, but I have no veto. <laughs> <laughs> But okay. I, Craig, can I just, can I just yeah. get clarity on what, so my,
1: my number eight is out of the picture now because it was the thin blue line. Yeah, right. yeah. So, so you have to play I, something so else. So you
0: shuffle your stuff. and. So okay, all is, right. Now, because you've got a little bit of power, but you don't even have a position one, dude, so you might want to make sure that some of the stuff that's closer to one is getting onto the list now, or you could go back to your uh, lists outside the team yeah, yeah. and throw all something right. in if okay, you're I confident you. that your other stuff's going to make it if Bruce is going to pick it. All right, now I'm getting Herschel to write on a piece of paper. His position number eight. Oh, he's taking some time this with is it. A tough one. <laughs> he's taking his time. I mean, that it's really hard when one of yours gets gets shift, you
1: know, shuffled. Yeah. Because it's not just that you want a certain movie, but you want the movie at that position. Yeah. And so I'm really screwed as well with *Knives Out* now. All right, Herschel,
0: have you written it down? Or are you still taking your time? All right. Look. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, look, I'm representing this because no, none of you two are. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, it was close to my 10. i it? That. Yeah. Yeah. that. Okay, yeah. all right. Herschel has chosen another film that's less than 10 years old, I believe. It is a sci-fi philosophical masterpiece featuring Amy Adams. I'm talking about Dennis Villeneuve <laughs> making it onto a... What <laughs> was that? Villain. What's, What's his name? Dennis <laughs> That sounded like John Travolta announcing that Oscar <laughs> that time. Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele <laughs> It is arrival at position number eight. Oh, a couple of aliens called Abbott and Costello <laughs> trying to communicate. Okay. Yes, go explain your decision. I, okay. I have a feeling Bruce is in the same boat here. I'm
1: always, I'm always like, I'm a sucker for the movie that Puts, puts together like complicated science ideas with a hell of a story. So I read um, Ted Chang's story a long time ago mm-hmm. and, and everything that guy writes, it levels you for like a few days. And then when I saw Arrival and they had the whole concept that time doesn't have any sequencing or something like that, I fir- when I first heard Villeneuve was going to make this, I couldn't work out how you could possibly make this movie. Mm-hmm. The, the short story is about 30, 35 pages long. Um, I couldn't work out he could do it, and then I couldn't believe what I was seeing. So, for me, it's the it's the biggest thinking sci-fi movie since two thousand and one. Big the biggest thinking mean, no, one, biggest high concept. Uh, All right, movie. I'm Bruce, not going to veto. He's not going to veto. I mean, it's not in my top ten, but I'm not was gonna it in your top fifteen? No, wasn't it? Whoa! No. It's we're dealing with like
0: incredible movies here. I, I mean that said, I think Arrival is a very, very good one. What are you hiding your vetoes for when you've got fifteen? That's not even in your fifteen. Bruce, and you're are you letting you afraid films that some of the big ones are gonna? I'm be
1: scared of some of the, uh, my ones up top will get knocked out, and I yeah. like I All don't right. want
0: to see too many get displaced. All right, well there it is. What is our positions? We've name? got number
2: ten, Thin Blue Line. Number nine, Knives Out, and number eight, Arrival.
0: All right, now it's time for position number seven, which is going mm-hmm. to be Bruce. Bruce. Do you want to write on a piece of paper what you've picked for position number 7? Ah
2: okay. oh. I love the reaction from Poppy. Poppy Personally, I would put it higher on the list. (laughs) Okay. Um, But yes.
0: Well, this is a film that you and your dad and the family. Every
2: Christmas time (coughs) we sit down and I remember when Craig used to have the warehouse and when he was just this old guy that we used to (laughs) hang out with sometimes. Yes. We all went over and (laughs) sat in front of his TV and we watched
3: this film.
0: We're talking about 1988 action blockbuster, yeah, something good. that changed the mould for all time for all action films and even changed the way an action hero can talk and speak. Mm. This is Die Hard. I mean,
1: we're talking about movies that change the game, like Knives Out, for example, or Rival, with mm-hmm. the sci-fi. For me, modern action starts with Die Hard. It's yeah. set the template for everything. Mm-hmm. But you can go back and it's Bruce Willis... Uh, At his best,
0: Alan Rickman. Can I just get a reminder what number we are here for this? Seven. This is seven. seven. Oh, oh, are you thinking of vetoing this upwards? Upwards with a bullet, man. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Look, well, let's not talk about it. I okay, want to know okay, now you, if you. you, keep, you keep, okay, no, saying, he's not trying to convince you. I just yeah. need to know now because we'll talk about it later yeah. if we do. I
1: think we're all in agreement. This is one of the very greatest yeah, movies I think ever this made. Is it's just where do people want to place this? Yeah, if right. it's
0: staying in the ten, it's staying. But this is because it's, it's the ultimate game changer. Yeah. You
1: go back before eighty-eight, and you've got Schwarzenegger no. and, and Stallone yeah. with mm. the body with the body action. Right, this was. This was the fish out of water, the hero's journey. But um, it's also like one of the, my, the discussions I really enjoyed in season one was, Herschel, when you talked about the spatial configuration of the building mm. and how important that was to the way the action worked. And I think Die Hard also set that as a template, like henceforth the way space would
0: operate in an action movie. Herschel, are you going to veto this oh. to make it go up? No, I'm not going to veto that. Probably was because that did happen last week and then we forgot to put it in. (laughs) So uh, I'm glad that Die Hard remains at number seven. Anything else either of you want to say about that classic film? Um, The only thing I'd say about that movie is that um, it's one of the very few
1: movies that hasn't dated at all. Um, Because at at that level of precision... And continuity. I was watching A View to Achilles today yesterday. <laughs> the the eighty the eighty five eighty six. It stands up. It stands up. I'm just talking about continuity now. You yeah. know when the, the
0: campness car, through, stands up. Okay, <laughs>
1: through Paris, when yeah. the back of the car gets yeah, yeah, knocked yeah. off, and then the driving right. They have no qualms about doing <laughs> relative close ups on a stunt person mm-hmm. that looks nothing like Roger Moore. I actually watched. I the was. I was. Before that. was I really was funny. shocked.
0: I. It was. It was pretty funny actually. But that is a hard film for Roger Moore. I mean. There's oh, Roger Moore and Tanya Roberts. A stunt person to get out of chairs at times for him. Like, he's very old. <laughs> he was, he was an, a year older than Sean Connery. And <laughs> he is the interesting thing. Okay,
1: <laughs> yeah. so he was older when, at the time of filming, he was older than Tanya Roberts' mother. <laughs> <laughs> so there's one interesting I fact. I that's... It's and the second thing creepy. is, and this, and I always, I, I like reading about Roger Moore. He became uh, a UNICEF UN ambassador mm. for the last, like, 30 years of his life. He was a really yeah. massive activist. In an interview about, like, about... 10, no, but Probably 20 years after View to a Kill, at least. He said that, yeah, in that movie, I was about 500 years too old for it. <laughs> 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 and I thought that was a lovely line. Hey, can I say one quick thing as a follow up to a discussion we had last week? Yes. Which is, I've now watched three quarters of In the Line of Fire. Yeah, And i got to say, the Clint eastwood Renault russo relationship is very hard to study. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's, is it as bad as Sean Connery and Cassidy No, it's not Jones? quite that bad, but it's, it's getting to that level. It's just
0: silly. All right, well, there it is. We have selected four films into our top ten so far. Poppy, what are they?
2: Number ten, The Thin Blue Line, coming in number nine, Knives Out. Eight is a rival, and seven is Die Hard.
0: Awesome. All right. But it's completely
1: messed up my list. I'm. Uh, yeah, it's that's hard to keep well, track of it. Hard, hard to keep track. track.
2: Yep. Sounds like you guys all like Die Hard a lot more than number seven. What? When you're talking <laughs> about
3: <laughs> it.
1: Well, I mean, that's a good well, point. But <laughs> I'm really surprised you came in at seven. Well, well, that's right. why Herschel, you probably had died way higher. Uh, well, I'm not going to say we have, because now we're going to shift things yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, But, yeah, we'll can talk I, about this after. i right.
0: tell you on my list. Oh, yeah, no, I did. I had it in. I thought I didn't have it. I had it didn't have it. I had a position five, <laughs> which means I have to pick a different I five. Know. Now. So now you need Uh-oh. a new one. Oh oh. Okay. <laughs> now it's time for our sixth position, and it goes back to Herschel. Uh, Herschel, would you please write down on a piece of paper what will be our official six best film? <laughs> okay. This is hot. This is good. No man, I support this hundred percent. I All hope right. it. I hope when I announce it, it stays. I
1: know you. Okay. You unenlightened people probably don't
0: understand this. Herschel <laughs> cool. has picked what I think he and I believe to be the most romantic film that we covered and not Bruce's favourite romantic film. I'm talking about Celine Sciama's Portrait of a Lady on Fire.
1: Do you want me to go into why I've picked it?
0: Yeah, unless there's an automatic veto from some, some nut nutjob. Remember, I, I said to both of you that the best
1: thing about this season was that I, I got to watch maybe a handful of movies, or maybe two three or four movies that I hadn't seen before, but that they immediately became some of my favorite movies. I put Portrait at the top of that list. So I just think it's one of those movies I always wanted to catch up with. I never saw it, and then when I saw it, I, I couldn't, you know, I'm just leveled by this movie. I, I just think it's one of the great achievements. Um, and... I, yeah, look, as I, I was speechless on the day that we were recording because yeah. i only seen it the day before. Mm. And yeah, I just think this movie is very, very special. I'm with Herschel. I loved it. Bruce? I love it as well. I had it at about 10. 10, okay. So oh. I'm not going to veto. You're okay. not going to veto. I'm happy to keep it. No, well, look, I like it's, it. I like it's it a then. movie that deserves every accolade it gets. It's just okay. incredible. And this
0: is such an an accolade number six on our list. (laughs) I mean,
1: you can win stuff at Cannes and and Venice, but when you get onto the top 10 of film business, (laughs) that's when people take you seriously.
0: I I had it uh, much higher, actually. I had it just in the top three. Did you really? Mm -hmm. Okay. I probably would have vetoed that because I got too much hot stuff in my top three. (laughs) Well, there it is. It survives. So what is our official five now? Yeah, 10 through six.
2: Thin blue line. Mm-hmm. Number nine is Knives Out, Arrival, Die Hard, and Portrait of a Lady on Fire.
0: Unbelievable! It's a good list. list. It's a great it's an eclectic list. I've got a documentary. Concerned. We've got a mystery. We've got mm-hmm. a sci-fi. We've got an action. We've got a big romantic drama. So what's going to be in our five? Like looking at some of the films that we haven't covered yet. He, let me just I know. List this some is some of what's them. is crazy. There's The Dark Knight. There's Batman. There's <laughs> Crocodile Dundee I mean we're talking about The Whoop of Wall Street The Lives of Others In the Mood for Love Hasn't Made It Midsummer By Ari Aster The Power of the Dog There are so many amazing uh, films And we've only got five this slots is like, left This is
1: what I'm saying is, Like <laughs> everything I'm getting in here I'm not vetoing But they were lower for me Because of some of what you just
0: said Okay, hang on a second. I believe it. It's
2: time for the wild card.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, can we veto a wild card? Yes. Good.
2: <laughs> See, that's a shame because I really hope that Craig's wild card stays in the list. <laughs> I really hope it. If does. If I can
1: make a
0: prediction, <laughs> I don't think it's going to survive. <laughs> I, mean, I don't <laughs> want to preempt anything, but <laughs> as <Yeah>. I say, <laughs> I'm playing in good faith. This is genuinely what I think are some good movies. Wait, here. if
1: you're really playing in good faith, you don't need that preamble. So <laughs> <It's laughs> the very fact that you entered into that preamble I'm says this is nuts. You
0: guys have four while, uh, four vetoes and I'm going to use them. All right, let me have a look at what I've got here. And I'm picking, I'm going through my tent and I'm trying to work out what I think you guys aren't going to pick that I think deserve to be here. This is our top five now, right? Yeah. This is,
1: yeah, yeah, this is yeah. like serious. <laughs> this is the... This is <laughs> You're saying that like I'm a want kid. I just this is serious playing now, okay? on a road.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's serious. There are at least... Okay, I think there are two films here that w- you guys won't be picking in the ten and I think deserve to be here. This is my honest okay. opinion. Yeah, go. So, I'm going to start with... I'm going to... I'm writing down on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Poppy, for supporting that line. You're welcome. Okay. And I have chosen our oldest film, The Wizard of mm. Oz at position number five, an amazing spectacle, something that blew everyone's mind back in the day, and it still blows my mind today. I watched it recently, and I just couldn't believe it. Okay, (laughs) you both are just waiting to say what you want to say. Go on. Anyone going to veto that? I didn't have that, but I don't
1: feel it should be vetoed, because it's. firstly, it's a wonderful movie. Yeah, It's such an important movie. Um, i do not yet. No, I'm leaving it. I I'm do. not beating I agree.
0: It is a wonderful movie. Now, do i gonna beat it. Unbelievable. Are you serious? You're vetoing The Wizard of Oz. I'm vetoing the shit out of that movie. (laughs) You're the wicked witch of the podcast, dude. (laughs) Hey, you know what
1: I love about this? If you think about the history of American movies, we just vetoed The Wizard of Oz out of the top (laughs) ten. And we put everything everywhere in second (laughs) words. Yeah, this is nuts. Are Are you serious? Potentially, you know what the danger of this game is? (laughs) You
0: can start vetoing. Just because you're angry at flying <laughs> <does. laughs> Well, that's it. You're down to one video, Herschel. Yeah, no, I've got them. two of those. Yeah. Two, Being down okay. to one video does scare me, but... Have you like, two genuinely got together and decided to veto against me and use all I of the power?
1: No, I wasn't vetoing a wizard. I know, I know, I know. Yeah.
0: I, I respect that. Yeah. But I have a feeling you were like, no matter what, veto him. <laughs> <laughs> Behind my back, guys. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> Imagine Urshel had
1: gone. No, no matter what, uh, Craig goes down. <laughs> Craig goes down to the fifth. Oh, Urshel, if you had not vetoed, I would have gone back in. Okay, I'm vetoing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> I, okay. I wasn't
0: going to veto a wizard. <sighs> Man, the Wizard of Oz doesn't make it in. So we got Thin Blue Line, Knives Out, Arrival, Die Hard, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, I'm now going to put in... So Wait, for is me, it in my turn
1: now? No, no, no. Oh, no, you get the wild. I, yeah, I yeah, keep doing this okay. until, until you run out the, of vetoes. Okay. So just remember that.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be not... I'm not throwing in crazy stuff. These are in my 10. Yeah. Wizard of Oz was actually number four for me. Yeah. So, okay. okay. I'm going to say I'm going to use my number 10 now because I feel like it might not make <laughs> yeah, it.
1: that 10 going to be or, in the five slot. I
0: feel like I should use my number 12. Okay. Now... I'm going with a little film that changed what I believe it shifted the horror genre into a whole new way of producing stuff and changed audiences' perception of what horror will be throughout the 70s. I'm talking about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I actually had it higher. Serious? Yeah, yeah. Position so that, I'm oh, thrilled with it. Herschel's gritting his teeth whoa, whoa. again. No veto, pal. Are you serious? Are you Texas are you nuts? Chainsaw Massacre?
1: Look, I'm not, it's not in my list, but I'm not going to veto <laughs> Not in your it. list your at list all. Your list of 15?
0: Marijuana.
1: No, okay, but you're 15. not vetoing Go then. ahead, man. I'm not going to veto uh, because I respect I respect what it is as a as a film. And but the, means, the Wizard of Oz not so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Wizard of Look, Oz. Look, The Wizard of Oz, I can take or leave it, Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man, Technicolor, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Dead armadillos, yes please. Okay, well then I believe it stays, okay, is that correct? Say, so we got I Texas said, The Texas it. Chainsaw Massacre, Toby that. Hooper's masterpiece. Yeah. It's I'm just an, an it. amazing film and I feel like Looking at that, compared to the the pretty, the gothic uh, horror, the hammer horror that mm. was out at the time, this came and made something real. Even Night of the Living Dead came out a few years before this. Now, it introduced a different concept of monster, but what it didn't do was show you something gruesome. Yeah. And something that you shouldn't be... It was so transgressive. Even the look at the film looks like, you know, the news footage from Vietnam. It was an intense experience I didn't get to see in cinema I saw it on VHS tape even grimier yeah. from well Dragon same with us sex, you we would
1: have seen it on VHS or DVD mm. and, but then later I've seen it in cinema a couple of times and it's just uh, you can see why it's such an important movie yeah you know like, and I also love the fact that it's so low budget and it kicks in the door of what can happen you know going forward So, it's just a wonderful movie.
0: So, I'm thrilled. All right. Now, I was going to put another very short film there, and I'll save it for our special mentions, but um, it's one of the other short ones, the comedy out of those. But uh, I decided to go with Texas Chainsaw because I think it means more to me and I think cinema history. So, you were resurrecting the toy, were you? (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, Well, I'll tell you what that was later. All right. So, now. I get a turn. it's your, you're not, you're yes, you're next. Four. You're yes. number four. So okay. let's have a listen to what our our list is so far.
3: All
2: right. Thin Blue Line, Knives Out, Arrival, Die Hard, Portrait of a Lady, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's a great list. Wow. It is a very good Very name. eclectic okay. and interesting. Okay. It's
1: a list that everyone should be watching over the summer. So yeah.
0: now Bruce is writing down uh, his position number four, the fourth best film that we've covered. Bruce has two videos. Herschel only has one. And long Bruce title. has written down a very long title. It's a film he absolutely adored and was able to convince me on the podcast <laughs> that I adore. Because <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I thought this was a reprehensible film when I first saw it. Reprehensible? Yeah. It was, uh, that's how I described it. And we compared it to a, a 1987 um, film by Oliver Stone. I'm talking about The Wolf of Wall Street. Scorsese makes it onto the list. I'm going to veto that. Oh, Whoa! What? What? I'm going to veto. Herschel, this is your last veto. You're vetoing the Wolf of Wall Street out of position four? <laughs> well, where do you have it? Hang on. You... I don't love it. It, was, oh, never okay, top, it okay. was never top draw. Well, before you okay. go on... It was on, never top draw for me. Before you go on, Bruce, please tell us why you put it at position
1: four. I think... When it was first released, it was so divisive. Yeah, Some people loved it and said it was the greatest thing ever made. Other people found it reprehensible. I think the years have been very kind to it. Um, what stands out for me is I think it's Leo's best performance. Even though he won for The Revenant, he's done other things, he's in Killers of Flower Moon. That performance for me is one of the best performances of the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. So the plotting is just so perfect, but it's Scorsese having a lot of fun. And I think when Scorsese has fun, there's nothing more enjoyable. So I can honestly say, if I'm doing nothing on a Sunday afternoon, I will just throw on the Wolf of Wall Street. But see, I I agree with everything you said there. I agree with everything you said. But can I also, the last thing I will say is, because I know what you're going to say, Ashok. but remember when we had that massive debate, mm-hmm. I actually think it's an incredibly subtle political engagement with capitalism. Like I think it works, whereas I know you don't think it works in the same way. I don't think it works in the same way, but... I completely concur with everything you said about the watchability of it. I think it's top it's top draw scorsese if you just wanna look at a director at the very top of technique and an author and, and and it is wonderful to watch. And I mean when Leo takes the, the Quailude overdose and he's making his way back home, that is just it's a miracle. I
0: don't even know what to think of that scene. But Herschel, can I be clear, are you vetoing it? Is I'm going to veto? veto this. This is a veto. I'm going to veto this. So does
1: that mean it's knocked out? It, it can't come back?
0: It could come back. You could play it higher up. play it higher Just okay. to teach. Uh, and it also, because, this guy's out of vetoes now. Okay.
1: I veto it because um, for me, well, it's not my top five. It's not
0: in, in my value okay. system. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I wish All I had no, some No, no, that's okay. All right, so then Herschel has vetoed the Wolf of Wall Street at a position for Bruce. I'm going to need another one from you. Now, you can play that higher up if you want, Bruce, as we continue. But for now, I need a new position number four. Back to the future. Bruce has just he announced. He's, he's thrown the paper <laughs> in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> he's done with it. This can't be contained on a sheet of paper. <laughs> he's he's taken away the tension. But that's okay, because it Robinson Robertson-Mexus' 1985 Back to the Future it's a film we know Herschel loves, and I wonder if Bruce has done that on purpose. Well, okay, can I
1: say I had uh, Back to the Future at six, so at six. I've now, so it's got up to five because of Wolf, right? Wow. So I've had to reshuffle a few. I've things. been holding back detail on on my list. I had Back to the Future at one. Whoa, okay, so this is. Herschel? But does it's he a have plan, any it's a changer. Have you got He's any? He's got Vidos? no, no, no. Ah, okay. Having said that, look, so this comes in at what? What are we at now? Four. Okay, I'm. I'm happy that it's represented in the top five. Okay, I'm happy with that.
0: Okay, okay. Having said that, I don't think we need to talk about it. We all know the film. We yeah, all. Yeah. I mean, this is the one I thought. I believed you would have put this at one. Yeah, and it's I, probably. I
1: figured you added a one. Yeah.
0: I. Th- if you take any movie
1: and you say to a cross section of audience from young through to old across decades and everything like, that, what's the one movie that resonates for me? It's Back to the Future. <laughs> Wow No, I couldn't disagree I couldn't uh, disagree. Actually Poppy, you gotta Poppy get in on this I'm
2: not wearing it today But I have a watch that is the same yep. watch that Marty wears in Back to the Future That's what I'm saying <laughs> wow. And yeah. I'm very happy that this came in over Wolf of Wall Street Okay,
1: <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> I've been vindicated I'm, I've been vindicated
0: In your face, Bruce <laughs> <laughs> No,
1: okay, so I mean, that's the thing I, I make that point because um, Across Like what? 1985 so what? Do, that's 15, basically 25, 40 years ago. Mm. And this movie stays up there with everything. This thing oh, is yeah. just weirdly special. No, no, I mean, there. it's a wonderful one. It's just strange. Uh, you, okay, so it came through my news feed again the other day. Um, I watch... <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got a hell of a yeah. news I'm feed. I'm talking
0: to Grandpa here. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen uh,
1: what they're saying on my news feed? <laughs> I watched the, the, the filming of the Pinheads tryouts. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, you told him that. This. So this Robert is Zemeckis crazy. comes that's, that's up. That's the band, right? That's the band. Yeah. So Robert Zemeckis goes over to um, uh, Huey Lewis, and he goes, okay, as soon as he starts playing, you come up with the megaphone, and, and and you just come straight in. And then Huey Lewis starts to improv a couple of things, and he's going, no, no, fellas, 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 fellas. He just keeps on going. And then in the background, Zemeckis, um, he's like cracking up because it's like Yubi Lewis is a rock star, <laughs> but he's a teacher at the same time It's just a wonderful bit of outtake yeah. if people
0: want to watch it. Yeah, great. All right Well, there it is. What all list so far? Could I have an update poppy?
2: Awesome Number 10 the thin blue line knives out arrival die hard portrait of a lady on fire the texas chainsaw massacre and number four back to the future
0: Wow. Good. There are only three positions left in our best off list. Let me find the names of some of the films that haven't even been Because I want to say, I'm I'm saying we're leaving a lot on the cutting room floor here. Listen to this. There's Unforgiven, They Clone Tyrone, Suspiria, Midsummer. We've got Oppenheimer. Hmm. (laughs) Hang on. No, it was on on the World's Nestle. Oh, sorry. (laughs) So stupid of me to think... That's not on the top, the bottom 10, of course. Um, we've, we're talking inglorious bastards. We're talking That's on Her Majesty's yeah. Secret Service. We're talking about Book Smart. That didn't make Mm-mm, it in the bottom 10. Top th- 10 worst. That was in the worst. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I put it there. <laughs> <laughs> You're a wild man. I like
1: how proud you are of that
0: <laughs> Memories of murder is still up for grabs. We've got psycho and parasite still out there. All right, oh, there awesome. are three okay. spots left. I'll tell you who are picking the next three spots. Um Herschel will be picking positions 3 and 1. Bruce only has two. position 2, but he But I got two vetoes. You got two, two vetoes. vetoes. Herschel has no You got, vetoes. got two vetoes. Yeah. yeah. Damn. And he's going to really punish a <laughs> dude. Hmm. Um, all right, especially now we know he's, he's knocked out your number one. He's yeah. going to just keep clearing the board until he puts his one. <laughs> until, until I get what I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to turn into a Donald Trump. <laughs> all right, Herschel, you now need to write down on okay. a piece of paper your position number three. Poppy, is there anything that you're missing that you wish was... Yes, we all know what I'm missing. <laughs> I've got
2: two that I'm hoping, but I don't, I'm don't. i not confident. Oh, you don't want to say? Oh, no. I, I'm hoping Suspiria and Parasite make the list. Okay. But I'm not sh- so, so sure
0: about that. Oh, that's so exciting. I'm confident maybe on one of them. Mm. Maybe. Okay. Well, there Here it we is. Go. You saw the piece of paper. <laughs> Herschel has written down the film that beat... Portrait of a Lady on Fire, for The Palm Door. I'm talking about Parasite.
1: Oh, oh, Bruce. oh, Bruce! It wasn't in my top ten. What's in your what? top ten? What? I added a thirteen. Oh wow. my god! But that's but that's not to say I don't think it's an absolute masterpiece. It's just there's so many great films.
0: Yeah, that's. It. Um, well, oh, what do you oh. want to do here? Because I, I have a feeling if you. Oh no, Herschel still has position I number one, one so out. he could punish you back <laughs> if you knock this. If you veto this, he could put it at one.
1: No, but you got two vetoes, so you're in a very powerful position here. So if I veto this, Herschel
0: has to find another one. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see you use your vetoes at position one and knock out whatever <laughs> Herschel's got. This is parasite at position three we're talking about right now, just to remind you. All right, you. I'll leave it. Oh! oh. What are you doing? No, no, no. I'm vetoing. I'm vetoing. Oh, my. I'm vetoing.
1: So that's a veto? That's a veto on Parasite. Herschel, I to, can... I'm just trying to work out <laughs> how I get certain things in at one.
0: I mean, Parasite's a great movie. I hope we get to talk about it again at maybe position one, because that's the only other thing Herschel can choose, unless Bruce thinks it should be at number two, and that's what he's playing at here. But at the moment, Parasite is now knocked out of position number three, and Herschel, I'm going well, to knocked need... out of our list. No no, 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 it can come up higher. You could right, be playing at okay, a two, you could be playing at a one. He okay. might have been bluffing with that thing, saying <laughs> it's not his ten. But um, are you, how do you feel about this, Poppy? Are you disappointed by Bruce? Disappointed.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds like... <sighs>
2: It just sounds like Herschel and I are on the same same <laughs> team at what the What was moment. the other one, Poppy, that back you
1: liked? To to sh- back to the Future. Back to the Future, Die Hard as well. Uh-huh. Well, remember she so you know. loves
0: Suspiria if you want to just make yeah. Bruce use a veto here for no reason. <laughs> 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 All right, we need a new position number three from Herschel. Okay. Write um, it on a piece of paper for us. Bruce,
1: you get two, don't you? You pick position two, then I'm back at one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But you got one, you got one got veto. One left. veto and two. Yeah, look, I don't think my position one's coming in. What? I think it's going to be vetoed by Bruce. Like that. Yeah. No matter what it is, he'll veto it. No, but we might have the same one. You never know. It's possible, yeah. Okay, hang on. Okay. Wow.
0: But I always knew when we hit top five, it was going to be big trouble. You'll make him big trouble. (laughs) Okay. All right, Herschel's got his paper and pen. He's writing it out now. This is for position number three. We've got Back to the Future just above it, and Texas Chainsaw.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I wonder how deliberate this is. <laughs> no, I, I, I love had it. Well, I, I can tell you it. that I but had it. I can tell you what no, my you original don't need position. To see, okay, uh, this is <laughs> you a better little. Better
1: not be stupid, okay. This is
0: a little film from uh, the last thirty years of cinema, so it's one of okay. the more recent ones. But it is just before the year two thousand. I'm talking about the Wachowskis, The Matrix, at position number three.
1: Oh, okay, that is out of left field for me. <laughs> Why? What, what were you thinking? I didn't have any in the top, I didn't have any in my top ten. I thought that would the be Matrix, your number yeah. one. No, because for, for like, me it was. I'm not talking about how influential or how important it, ha- but I'm talking about what are the films I think are the best films. Right. For me. Uh, I, when, we, when you came up with this concept, mm. I had five movies in my head pretty fast about what I would have in the, yeah. in the top ten and Matrix was always in there for me as, a, as the ultimate changer.
0: On my list it's at 13. I'm vetoing. <gasps> Are you nuts? I had to. <laughs> <laughs> you had
1: to do There's it. too much coming. I can't.
0: The last, I know I know I got lose control of one now. The last episode of the series, you waxed lyrically about the matrix. It's your PhD. No, I do. but yeah, You're but, knocking it out yeah, but of that's it's contention. That doesn't necessarily mean I think it's the best movie. So the Matrix <laughs> at position number three we have lost Parasite. And the Matrix, and now Bruce is out of veto. So the next uh. two selections of three and they one stand. Herschel stands. Yeah. So Herschel gets and one. Bruce only gets. So I just have two. to hope. That Are Herschel's you sure
1: one aligns with anything I'm interested
0: in? Oh my <laughs> god, this, we're gonna have a <laughs> wild list now.
1: Okay, i coming in at three. Yeah. Herschel okay.
0: has written out on a piece of paper his number three film. It is something I did not expect to see in this tank. And I want to go into why. Okay, yeah. Okay. 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 We're talking about another horror film from just on the edge of the 70s, at the top edge, I think it's 1980, and I'm talking about Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. At position I'm number very three. happy with that selection. It's interesting
1: yeah. because you know we had It vs. The Shining right up front. It was was that our first episode?
0: Uh, maybe our yeah. second? Or yeah, because we wanted
1: to land with like a blockbuster. We, it yeah. was the we began with
0: Parasite vs. We had the Texas. Stephen King. Yeah.
1: Th- we had the Stephen King connection, and we talked a lot about that. I, I completely changed what I thought of The Shining yeah. after
0: the after but also watching the it the times more again.
1: Great filmies. And showed how crap it
0: was. You know? Man, he just does not stop piling on it, <laughs> this guy. Can I
1: say the shining for me was one? You know, so we should so introduce... I'm very happy that it's a I three. had no
0: idea it was yeah. going to be your one. We
1: should introduce, like, the Ron Silver award. If you want to pile on, <laughs> that's the Ron Silver <laughs> the award. The Ron Silver right there. pile on. Um, oh. Yes, yeah, so I'm shining at one, so I'm and thrilled. at three. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm wow. Really happy with
0: that. So Stanley Kubrick joins Ryan Johnson on our top ten list.
1: Now, I know that what. Now, I could go a certain thing that I had it through, but I know that there's one you're not going to b- vote, so I'm going to bring that in at two.
0: Okay, okay. well, that's, let's have a listen to our top ten list so far. All
2: right, number ten, The Thin Blue Line, Knives Out. At number eight, Arrival. Seven is Die Hard. Six is Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Five is The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Four is Back to the Future. And with two vetoes, three is The Shining. Wow. <laughs>
0: Knocking out parasite in the matrix. But I gotta say matrix. that was two vetoes
1: that worked out very well for me. I didn't know you were gonna. You could have said something crazy, and where then I would he, have wasted the two vetoes. Where right. did you have parasite? Did you say? I to parasite was in my ten. It Madden. was in Whoa. thirteen. Okay. Right. Bruce
0: is getting what he wants. He's put The Shining, which was his first film, yeah. at so number happy three. To to three. So I would I'm he got a three. I'm I'm very
1: happy with the list so far. So I mean, I'm not disappointed.
0: No, in terms of a I'm couple of things here and there but very interested in what Bruce is going to throw okay. in for his last choice here at number two Sit for me so position number two Bruce is written on a piece of paper and he's showing me oh wow he's got his revenge on us to <laughs> putting put in portrait of a <laughs> lady on fire this. he's he's thrown out in the mood for love I thought you were gonna do this I, th- I
1: no no not in okay. a bad way not in a bad way I love this movie but as as of this recording, I've only seen it once. yeah, um, And I need to see it again wow. because it's a, it's a slow burn kind of thing. And I just suspect it will become one of my favorite movies. So I'm, I'm kind of happy with this. Okay. Well, then my Vito stuff worked because I got Shining and In the Mood at three and two. So I'm thrilled. And I think I know what's one.
0: This is unbelievable. So
1: my one was number one immediately. Like when you first announced we were playing this game. It hasn't changed. And it hasn't changed now. No, it has changed. now. Because you had Back to the Future. Well, I mean, I had Back to the Future, but this movie, I thought that you'd have Back to the Future in the top five. I didn't think oh, I'd okay. get it in at number one. But this movie, as, as a concept... I was happy to tie off the whole podcast if this movie came in at number one.
0: All right, well, let me just build up some of the tension here and tell us, tell the, the listeners at home some of the films that haven't made it on the list. We only have one position left. Herschel is picking it. There is no veto. So Herschel, in his mind right now, knows what the number one film is. But the films that have been knocked out or are still in contention, we've got Barbie, The Matrix, Parasite, Psycho. The Wizard of Oz, which has just recently been kicked <laughs> out and booted out. Um, we've got Borat, one of my favourite films. Man. We're Unforgiven, pal, the dog. Unforgiven. Exactly. Okay. 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 So can you write on a piece of paper what your number one is? And while you're doing that, Poppy, can you read out the mm-hmm. ten?
2: Ten. The Thin Blue Line. Number nine is Knives Out. Eight is Arrival. Seven, Die Hard. Six, portrait of a lady on fire five is the texas chainsaw massacre four back to the future three shining two in the mood for love and number one
0: number one is a little film that herschel introduced to the both of us and made us love and bong joon ho has been knocked out of the list but has also taken the first position with memories of murder ancestral
1: so with that selection because i also feel like okay i can leave Parasite if memories gets to one and so that's a great number one for us for the first year of this podcast wow. i mean you both know what poppy have you seen memories of murder i haven't i haven't okay if you like parasite yeah i mean you're gonna love everything about bong judo if you like parasites yes. but memories of murder for me is in in a in a person's career bong's new movie comes out like next april may something like that um in in a career of someone like him it sounds crazy, but I think Memories of Murder is the pinnacle. Yeah, I cannot like, I parrot I, I, When Parasite came out, it freaked me out. I couldn't believe how good it was. But Memories of Murder is just—I don't even know how to sum up this movie. It's that beautiful and 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 tragic and and confronting. Um, yeah, look, I'm really happy that that comes in at number one for our podcast. What about you, Craig? Wow. How do you feel of Memories of Murder?
0: I do love it, Damn. and. Maybe I had a mental block. I didn't even have it in my ten, but now that I'm hearing it, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I think uh, that's it's a good, good one for yeah. me. Like, it's also can I say one of the things I love about it? It speaks to our interest
1: in genre as well. Yeah. Like, it's a serial killer murder movie, um, but at the very highest level, and with such complex ideas. But it's also it's it talks about class. It talks about urban versus rural. Um, it, it also talks about like that concept of individual obsession, which I really love in film. Um, I watched um, Michael Mann's Man Hunter like a week ago or so, and now I'm going to watch Silence of the Lambs to go, th- to go through that again. But I'd, I've seen both those movies probably a couple of times each after seeing Memories of Murder maybe for the second or third time. And they, they don't stand up to that level. You know, I mean, I, I love both those movies, but Memories of Murder, that is very special.
0: All right, well, that's our official 10, uh, our best film that we loved uh, the most is memories of murder then we go in the mood for love the shining back to the future texas chainsaw massacre portrait of lady of fire with our six favorite die hard arrival knives out and rounding out the 10 is the thin blue line you know what strikes me about the list that list makes us three seem like
1: extremely intelligent people <laughs> I'm serious. That list is like, we are some heavyweight
0: smart people. I'd like to talk about your special, um, what would you call it, Uh, the things that didn't make it, the commendation. Uh, I had Barbie on mine just outside the 10. I actually had Barbie outside
1: uh, 10 worst. (laughs) (laughs) So... But I don't want anyone yeah. to feel bad. Like that's not like me saying it was a terrible. I view that as the middle group. I I had in my middle group. That didn't make either list. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, I had, yeah. Um, oh, I had oh. Spider Man across the Spider Verse mm. in my number twelfth spot. I think it was. Um, I think that's going to go down you know as a game changer for that, animation. Uh, the conversation isn't in our top ten.
0: That doesn't bother me. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what's sad. <laughs> I my, had that 11. My position number two, which I forgot about when we were playing then, is American Movie. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so sad I didn't put that in my wild card spot. I mean, I did Texas Chainsaw, but I think American Movie. A surprise for me, Bruce, You, I thought you'd definitely go for Batman. Now, I mean,
1: I had Batman at 12. Right. Um, I had Batman at 14. I had Inglourious at 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think Inglourious is an amazing film. But you know, when you're in this company, I don't. I, well, I will say though, I had Unforgiven at eight. Right. Did you? Yeah, and I had. To, okay. And that got shifted Quick out. Quick question for, for you, uh, for, all, for everyone here: Wicker Man or Midsummer High in your list? I had Midsummer. High I did I, I didn't I had had on the list, but I probably would go. It's hard to say. Like I think they're both. They're, they're a bit different. Those movies. Yeah. I think they're both absolutely brilliant. I'd Wicker Man
0: at fifteen. Ah. Okay. All right, now it's time to open our envelope that I Would wrote. Would you like this. to do it? No, Poppy, please too? read okay, out awesome. what I've written uh, if it makes any sense. Um, I wrote this a week and a half ago before we you did the work. You know what I was thinking? Off. Poppy's doing work experience, right? This yeah. is actually a
1: good work experience gig because this is like proper work Oh, ah, yeah, experience. it's fun. Mm. Actually, I mean, for my second week of work experience, I was at a
0: paddle beaters and we didn't do any work. <laughs> we just we went I, to the mall. I stuffed envelopes. She's opening them. <laughs>
2: uh, okay, we've got a different, quite a different list here. Okay. So 10 is the power of the dog.
1: Okay. Wow. Which I came in at about number 11,
0: 12. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't remember. Right.
2: At nine, he's predicted Midsummer. Whoa, uh,
0: interesting. Okay. Interesting.
2: Uh. Eight, American movie.
0: I thought that Midsummer would carry over the Aster Symposium yeah. and all mm. the joy we had, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not
2: Seven he's put The <laughs>
1: Conversation Ah uh, interesting correct. Yeah I thought
0: you'd be fine Yeah, so I
1: in. had Conversation at 11 And um, was going to try and push it up But then I ran out of my Vitas Now I must admit these are not my
0: favourite These are the yeah. ones I what thought. You thought that. you yeah. Yes yeah.
2: Yeah. Six is Wolf of Wall Street
0: Okay good. okay. Which is Wolf made it in didn't it Yeah yeah it, yeah, made it, it did. And that what number was that Uh Four No, no? it got cut from Oh It, no. got, back to the it got vetoed right. number yeah, four Yeah okay
2: uh, five, he's put Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Okay. Which was that's very the close. closest because yeah, we I were had, six. We mm-hmm.
1: had a so six. that's good. All right.
2: Four, In the Mood for Love. Oh,
1: good. There okay. Is.
2: Three, Parasites, oh. which was close. Which is no vetoed. longer in our ten. <laughs> Two, he's put The Matrix.
0: Ah, uh, see, I thought Bruce would be fighting for that. Oh, well.
2: <laughs> and one, he's put Back to the Future.
1: Wow, well, so no see, Memories of Murder. See, so Memories of Murder is kind of a, a good substitute for Parasite, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I definitely. think so. Because yeah. I don't think... Because I... But I also I agree though Memories of Murder I think is better Parasite's amazing But I think Memories of Murder Is better well, than Parasite I'd, I'd, So that means I had
0: Two Bong Joon-ho's In my top five Yeah Well there you go What do you think Of our top ten list Get on Instagram And tell us Or just yell at us On the street When you see <laughs> us next We're sorry If we missed your favourite film But don't feel bad I'd say get out there And watch it again If you love your yeah. movie I think uh, Psycho Was another one I didn't have in my list I just That was interesting I yeah, yeah. But if they done If we had
1: other Hitchcocks I would have Like if The Birds Was on this list I would have gone hard to put that high.
0: No, I mean, we, we voted that two best picture Oscars is our worst. Why would Hitchcock <laughs> make it on our top ten? <laughs> well, That's it for our very special draft episodes. I hope you've enjoyed them. Next week, we'll be releasing our Best of Western Sydney episode that will compile a lot of our Western Sydney stories as well as a couple of new ones as we talk you through all our memories of Western Sydney. Then... Just in time for Christmas is our special Christmas episode where we're going to compare It's a Wonderful Life and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And I had an idea for this. Yeah. I think we should all come dressed up in some sort of Christmas <laughs> paraphernalia to get into the spirit all of right, it. I'm serious you know about what? this. I I'm going to say, gonna say answer, I'm hey? doing it, but yeah.
1: Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do yeah. something. All right. Yeah, because I've got I've got a... Hey, we, um, should,
0: um, we should have like eggnog.
1: Oh, That's a brilliant idea. idea. And we'll but, okay, but let's record in the evening, though. Let's not yeah. do, you know, I don't know, people won't know, but we at six in the morning on a Sunday. Yeah, right? we're insane. Yeah. So <laughs> so let's do this. In, let's not drink eggnog at six yeah. in the morning. And I'll, I'll
0: really booze it we'll up. We'll do it in an yeah. evening. Yeah. yeah. yeah, Heaps of booze. Well, in get it. ready. This is going to be the drunk episode where yeah. we're drinking. Oh, no. I've got a singlet. <laughs> and this is not a joke. I've got a singlet that says it's a beaut. Clark, you know that? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The okay, I'm going to yeah. get me a cool shirt. All
0: right, we're going to dress up I, and we're going to get I did egg have home.
1: an idea, but I don't know if this is inappropriate. Uh-oh. Not necessarily that episode. What if we did do an episode at one point where we've all had a bit to drink?
0: I think we can be on Christmas cheer next okay, week. Chris, let's, okay, let's let's go for that. Yeah, and yeah. then if we love being drunk for all our episodes <laughs> in the future, <laughs> it'll, it'll season be our three will be the wildest <laughs> season you've ever seen. Twelve drunken podcasts. Um, so join us next week. Maybe grab an eggnog and and put on a, a pretend winter jumper. And have a listen to our next episode, uh, uh, the episode in two weeks' time, our Christmas vacation one. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate and review us wherever you listen as it will help people to find (laughs) us. (laughs) We're on Instagram at Film Versus Film Podcast. So give us a follow and tell us what you think was your worst film that we covered and your favorite film. All right, I think that's it. Thanks for. Hey, listening. can I say yeah. one quick thing? I was sent to Hersh on the drive over.
1: I found this website, mm. and the like people voting on on they put film versus film vote and people you can like like on Amazon or something. Yeah, and um, we had nineteen votes and we were five stars. There you go. And two people had written comments saying like this is the most enjoyable film podcast you can listen well, to. Well, thank you so much. And they to said those it's like people. a mix of nostalgia and really high high concept like. Film analysis, and that's the goal we had, right? Yep. And I think it's kind of worked.
0: Well, thank you so much for writing those reviews. Write us some more because it really resonates <laughs> it with it. us in this. Um, at eight fourteen a.m. on a Sunday morning, <laughs> it gets us out of bed. Thank you so much. I've been Craig Anderson. I've been Herschel Isaac. I've been Bruce Isaac. And
2: I've been Poppy McKinnon. <laughs> thank
0: you so much, Poppy, for coming on <laughs> thanks, today. Thanks for having me. It's thanks been Poppy. so much, fun. Join us next time for Film versus Film. Take two. Film. Film.